Hey, what's up everybody? This is Joey Galvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one. All you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the Department of Metahuman Affairs or DMA and check it out right now. Elijah, are you ready to bring on the weird? Yeah, man, I'm ready. How about you? Oh, hell yeah. All right, dude. This one's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy? Oh, yeah. Awesome. We like crazy. This is so out there, dude. I I can't... It's just unfathomable. I, it incorporates everything. Well, all religions, I guess. Oh, boy. Going down the religion hole again, huh? It makes them... And breaks them. Wow. Oh, yeah. All of them. Every one of them, huh? Nobody's safe. Oh, shit. <laughs> Hide your kids. Hide your wives. <laughs> Nobody's safe up in here. Nobody. I don't care who you are. I don't care where you hail from. Anywhere on the earth. Anywhere outside the earth. Nobody's safe. Anywhere. <laughs> so, have you ever heard of the podcast Mysterious Universe? No, I didn't. I don't know anything about that one. Yeah, they're pretty good. And uh, they were talking about basically the genocide going on in China right now. Oh, yeah. And they were talking about this book. So I was like, all right, let me check this book out. Let me just tell you what it is. The Perfect Police State by Jeffrey Kane. And it's on Audible. Okay. I listened to the whole thing. It's, a, it's about eight and a half hours. True. So the guy is normal. The whole entire time except for one part i i fucking cracked up one part like towards the end of the book he says my wife but he does it in a borat accent he says (laughs) my wife the whole time he's talking normal i was gonna plug it into my mixer but i don't i don't know where my shit is to do that your phone yeah it's i can play it through my phone i took a picture of the time this is fucking hilarious, dude. Are you logged into your uh, um, Audible on your computer? Can I do that? Hell yeah, dude. What? That's the way I listen to Audible on my phone because for some reason the app is poop. Where it was before. Kept losing my place. It kept freezing up. So I just went to the web browser on my phone and just went mobile web browser and it worked great. Let me see if I can pull this up real quick. All right. What is it, just audible.com? Yeah. I don't know where the fucking login is. No. That could be a problem. It's not that. Got it. Good thing it's not a... There's no touch tones with the keypad. 
Remember the, the Hackers movie? Where they could hack into, they could hear the tones. And even if some autistic oh. individuals can hear the tones of each key and know what number that is. Well, they don't know what the hell I, because I typed in like six different passwords to figure out what the fuck. <laughs> so if somebody's recording your keystrokes, then it's a whole paragraph. Hang on, this might come through. I don't, I got to get it to the right spot though. No, don't pick up where I left off. I don't know how to go back. I want to go back to fucking where. 2021. Turkey had not that? ratified. Yeah, I can hear it. Right, I guess I just got to fucking click a bunch of times. I don't, yeah, I don't know if there's an exact key in. Hang on. Okay, you're, <laughs> it's going to come up here in just a minute. Hang on. Let me go a little before that. All right, ready? Yeah. All right, listen to this. He'd been forcefully taken from his hotel and flown to Astana, a city 600 miles away, by government authorities who never identified themselves. My wife was so worried, <laughs> Bilash told me. She called me over and over. <laughs> Everything was so normal. And then he goes, my wife. <laughs> Did you catch it? He, yeah. Dude it was so serious the entire time. And then he goes to do the voice of Galosh. Yeah. Galosh. Whoever he is. Whatever. My wife. My wife. <laughs> I'll have to cut all that beginning shit out, though, because we'll probably get fucking copyrighted or something. i probably play yeah. too much of it. Oh, yeah. You just need, like, ten seconds of it. <laughs> Good lord. Um, my wife. Everything so serious. And then he hits me with the Borat. I almost drove off the road. I said, what the <laughs> fuck was that? Yeah, that would throw you off so much because you're so intense on it and you're like, Oh, what's going to happen next? You're in Sweden. Some crazy shit's about my wife. What? Yeah. <laughs> it was hilarious, dude. Out of nowhere. I knew I had to show Will. I said, man, I, he's got to hear this. Holy crap. I didn't mean to steal any thunder from you, but no, I wanted no. to make sure to get that in. The guy who uh, narrated... The audiobook that I listen to, it's called The Kabbalion. It sounds so serious. K-Y-B-A-L-I-O-N. Uh, the narrator is Michael Scott, and he, he's almost as serious, but this entire book is just text. It's like it's informative. So there's no dialogue, but he it seems like he tries to put some emotion into all kinds of stuff. Kind of reminds me of a, like a narrator for one of, like a health class video. Uh-oh, Billy. Mrs. Nesbitt wouldn't like you smoking doobies behind the elementary school. Uh-oh. Something like that. <laughs> I'm trying to see who narrated this. It ought to be on the, uh, right there on the app. It's not. What? Should be written by and narrated by. Oh, Fyodor Chin. Fyodor with an, a an F. F-E-O-D-O-R. My wife. <laughs> Fyodor. So that guy could, could walk into a place and there was it's the meme and it it's the dog with the crazy overbite. So the guy said <laughs> he went to Starbucks and he said Steven with a PH and he spelled it Steven. 
<laughs> P-H-T-E-V-E-N. No, you je- What the fuck? Why was there going to be a P-H in the beginning? <laughs> Steven. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. The book you were talking about, you said you read it how many times? I listened to it three and a half times. Wow, man. Because it's so informative. It's so mind-blowing. I mean, the narrator was good, too. And Is it... Is it dense? Did you have to do it to to get more information, or you were just, let me just make sure I didn't miss something? Both. Okay. I know I missed stuff because they would go over a concept, and I'm like, what? Oh, my God. And then I would just, like, zone out for 15 minutes because I'm trying to process what is yeah. happening. Yeah, I do the same thing, but I'll end up pausing it, so it'll take me 27 hours to listen to a seven hour book <laughs> right just because i'm i'm constantly i'm i'll pause it and i'm like all right let me put that in my notes and then i'll pause it again i'm like what and then i rewind it what it was so good i just the idea that this stuff happened and it's it's a religion before there were religions but it's not a religion it, does that make sense yeah i i mean some people say science is real it's like it's a religion, but it's not a religion. Right. So, I mean, I, I get what you mean, I guess. I mean, once you get into it more, maybe I'll understand. Because I don't have a clue. I just know the word. I've just heard it, and that's it. I don't have it. I couldn't even tell you. It sounds like a, like a medical disorder you got to go in and get a you know a surgery for. You got to get a hermetosectomy or something. Yeah. Like, oh, God, I got a, I got a hermetic... I need a hermeticism. <laughs> you know, stuff is uh, hermetically sealed, so it's it's secret, it's sealed. It's uh, I guess that's it. It's not it's not unbreakable, but it's solid. Like tamper, tamper evident. Kinda. Is, would that be hermetically sealed? Or I don't know. Well, I guess a time capsule is hermetically sealed, right? If it's a good one. <laughs> yeah, I guess not. If it's like a. a two liter soda bottle you buried in your backyard i guess that's not really (laughs) yeah if you want to keep all the documents or whatever in the time capsule then better be hermetically sealed otherwise it's gonna be rotten i still don't know what the fuck it is now now i'm confused like hermetically sealed what the hell is that i thought i knew now i don't know it's a medical term i mean it was that's where it came from is hermes hermeticism but this hermes Hermes Trismegistus is the guy's name. Now, I listened to one podcast, and this dude was very, very into this. And I'm, I'm nobody. I'm, I wouldn't even consider myself a student of this. I'm barely. I don't have a teacher for this stuff, and it just seems like this. Once you get into all this, it's just so deep. It goes so far back, and. I, I hope I do it justice, really. Yeah, wow. That's intense, man. That's a lot of pressure on you. <laughs> <laughs> well, at first I was just going to do like, um, this. it's so deep that I didn't want to get too deep and I was just going to read the principles. There's seven principles of hermeticism. And then I started listening to the audiobook and I read down the PDF and I'm like, I can't do hermeticism like that. Well, I was like, I'm compelled to do so much more because it's just, it's so... Mind-blowing. Wow. Um, Hermes Trismegistus. Trismegistus actually means thrice great. Great, great, great. 
And this guy, the beginning of the book says that he he lived during the time of the ancient Egyptians, and he was he lived during the the time of the early days of this type of human. Wow! And they he had all the all this knowledge. Who was it? Uh, Maybe he was a fucking Anunnaki. Goes even way beyond that. Even before that. Not before that, but it goes oh. all the different beings in the in the universe. It, it encapsulates everything, dude. Everything. Damn, dude. I can't fucking wait to hear it. I was trying to find where it said about Hermes. Hermes, the scribe of the gods who dwelt in old Egypt in the days when the present race of men was in its infancy. Contemporary with Abraham, and if the legends be true, an instructor of that venerable sage. That's a quote from the Kabbalion. K-Y-B-A-L-I-O-N. Did you say he was an instructor to Abraham? Yeah, he was a mentor to Abraham. Abraham like the biblical Abraham? Yeah. Holy shit, man. It goes way back. Damn. So this audiobook, is, it's not like it's on Audible or anything. It's just on this website, thoughtaudio.com. And the link is thoughtaudio.com slash question mark P equals 371. But... If you just go to thoughtaudio.com, it's like a blog, and I think their last post for any audiobook was April of 20. I think that's when the last one was. But it seems like all these audiobooks are free on there. Like, there's the Art of War. So I don't know if they're out of public domain. You know, when that happens, you can kind of record it yourself. I think it was recorded by the people at thoughtaudio.com. But I'm not too sure. I was too involved in the book to dig into who's it's and what's it's of thought audio. Did you look for it on Audible? No. I believe I started listening to a book today, a different book than what I told you about. And I think they said something about a Think Audio production. Okay. I I might be wrong, but for that really stands out to me. So I wonder if it is on Audible. Yeah, maybe they sold some sort of, not sold, but leased it to Audible. You could record something, put it on Audible, and then make money through Amazon or whatever. How do you spell it? K-Y-B-A-L-I-O-N. Is it by the Three Initiates? Yep. Yeah, it's on here. It's $2.93 if you're a member. You can become a member. Click on our link down in the description. You can become a member. Or you can just spend a credit and get it. Damn right. Well done. Hey, I'm a professional, buddy. <laughs> Hermes came before the Greek gods. This Hermes Trismegistus came before the Greek gods. And eventually, in the ancient Egyptian era, they deified him and made him into their god, Thoth. That's how wow. much they, they respected this guy. You read about Thoth before, right? T-H-O-T-H is, I mean, phonetically, American phonetically, that's how you pronounce it, but the the uh, the narrator pronounced it tote. Yeah, tote is what I've heard. I don't okay. know if I've talked about tote on the uh, <laughs> podcast or not, but I know about it, yeah. I may it, have brought it, it up. Just, that's the first thing that blew my mind was this dude who lived in ancient Egypt— they deified him and turned him into one of their gods, and eventually 
when the Greeks were doing their thing, they looked to Thoth or Toth, however you want to say it, and Hermes Trismegistus is the one that they became that became Hermes the god, the messenger god in Greek mythology. This is insane, dude. This is just a guy. Just a dude. But supposedly this dude lived 300 years. What? But he taught hermeticism, which I mean, that's it was named after him, but it's even greater than that. And the idea of hermeticism is that they they don't want to stick it into some kind of creed. It's not a theology because there's no religious figure. There's no deity okay. that has to do with this stuff. They Because people have tried, and they try to understand hermeticism, and they try to, um, they try to put a personality on it, like Christian God. Christian God has a personality. Buddha has a personality. And the Greek gods and the Roman gods and the Egyptian gods, they all have different crazy personalities. The Greek gods were all badasses, man. Hell yeah, they were. Zeus was a whore. Well, yeah. And then Norse mythology, the you know, Odin, the Allfather, and all them. Yeah, Norse mythology is really cool. I like that. I'm thinking about diving into that, too. But after I read this, I'm like, nothing means nothing anymore. Awesome. <laughs> I'm going to keep going. <laughs> I think I'm going to just get into the seven principles. Because it gets into the life work of Hermes and how they he developed all this stuff. He actually helped develop, before it was called alchemy, but in modern times it's chemistry, before it was astrology, and now it's astronomy. Um... Is alchemy and chemistry the same thing? Yeah, pretty much. If I understand it correctly, it was basically a rebranding. Like, oh, we don't talk about alchemy. That's, yeah. That's yeah, some crazy okay. Newton stuff. I don't know. Alchemy's pretty dope, dude. Hell yeah. I think, I don't know, man. I think there's some, uh, I think some of that shit's possible. We just haven't figured it out yet. You know what I mean? Mm, like turning right. shit into gold. Why not, man? Gold is just Sun. atoms. All this shit's just atoms. All we got to do is figure out how to fucking rearrange it. That is in part two. Oh, I'm boy. pretty sure this is going to be... I'm pretty sure this is going to be more than one part. There's there's no way. I'm going to... think my plan is to hit all the seven principles, say what they are, maybe give it a little bit of a description, and I'm pretty sure this episode is going to be mostly about... The first principle, the universe is mind. Wow, okay. Oh, yeah. Well, fuck yeah, let's do it, dude. The alchemy thing, it's all vibrations. Everything, we're starting to learn that everything is just energy. So it's right. just different vibrations. Yeah. They get into all this stuff because they say that they, to kind of introduced, introduce the world to hermeticism instead of sticking it in a creed instead of being a preacher somewhere saying, come look at my religions, come see my deities. They they didn't do that with this. Because once people start, it almost seems like people got ideas of hermeticism and then it's like something dawned in them. They had some sort of revelation like, 
maybe they could make money from it. They want followers. It's the fear of missing out. They they want to bring these people into the fold, and that's not what hermeticism is about. There's it's just about just a realization. You just try to make yourself better, but it's not about bringing a bunch of people in and the the people running stuff, the governments and all that. They it almost seems like they they were totally against it. As I was going through this, this was not in, in it at all. I just kept kind of cuz I you know, we grew up Christian, we know enough about the Bible and Jesus and all that. I'm like, maybe Jesus was some kind of a sinned person. He he knew about this stuff and he tried to get more people involved, but those the powers that be were like, this is some crazy witchcraft shit. You no. No more of this. But maybe ah, we'll get into it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get, man, I get it, dude. Uh, I get the same way. I just, I start going on and on, and I'm like, and then I'm like, did, I don't know if any of that made sense. I was trying to get it, <laughs> try to put it out there. What was, whatever was in my brain, and I get it, man. It's crazy. I, I'm gonna be quoting the Kabbalion a lot throughout awesome. this because there's there's just so much to it. Uh, I'm gonna read a couple of sentences from this paragraph. All right. The life work of Hermes seems to have been in the direction of planting the great seed truth, which has grown and blossomed in so many strange forms, rather than to establish a school of philosophy which would dominate the world's thought. But nevertheless, the original truths taught by him have been kept intact in their original purity by a few men each age, who, refusing great numbers of half-developed students and followers, Follow the hermetic custom and reserve their truth for the few who are ready to comprehend and master it. From lip to ear, the truth has been handed down among the few. And at the very beginning of this book, the first thing, it's kind of a, it, well, it's definitely a philo- philosophical kind of idea. The lips of wisdom are closed except to the ears of understanding. So until wow. you are ready to learn you're not going to hear what you want to learn. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. That's like a, a quote you'd have on like on your wall, you know? Yeah. Like you, you walk into some middle-aged mom's house and she's got it, you know, the 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 quote stickers all across the wall, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, forget live, laugh, love. No. Yeah. <laughs> the lips of wisdom are closed except to the ears of understanding. 14-year-old's not going to get that. It does sound like something that would be in a guidance counselor's office. Right. Like, you won't hear me unless you're ready to listen. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Mr. Smith. I don't hear any of your bullshit today. You don't know what I'm going through, man. My mom <laughs> threw out all my good pornos. <sighs> it was a rough weekend. <laughs> my older sister stole my last Newport. <laughs> Damn. Joey, you're going to listen to anything I have to say? I guess. I guess. (laughs) Not at all. Never. So through the centuries, it seemed like the people started to understand Hermeticism, and then they tried to spread the word and the different theologies, like um, the Indian mythology. I don't even know. Hinduism and all that. I never really dug into that, so I don't really know a whole lot about it, except there's... Some sort of crazy elephant with a bunch of arms and yeah, got a death or something. I don't know. 
I think that that's Vishnu, isn't it? Maybe. That I sounds, think that sounds fine. I think Hinduism is very. I think it. You gotta really dive in. Like you can't just skim it. You know. Like I think it's very in depth, and there's they have a lot of gods. Right. Yeah, like hundreds, I think. And I think that's. I think they they went to Egypt as far as this text goes in the early, early, super early days of all that, they went to Egypt to learn from Hermes, and then they developed their own religion, their own theology, on his teachings to in an attempt to explain the infinite. And this book says that is a fool's errand to attempt to explain the infinite. So, is Hermes the god of all religions, but we just don't realize it? The deity I, of all religions? I wouldn't say all that, but it seemed like his teachings allowed people to kind of scribe their own religion to everything. He's So he would say all this stuff, all these principles, and teach all these principles to whoever wanted to listen, whoever was ready to listen. And then it seems like people would just go out and write fanfic of it. Yeah. They're like, you know what? This guy told me all this awesome shit, but I'm going to say some dude upstairs with a big white yeah, beard yeah. told me it. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> exactly. So they, it's it's almost like they just stole this guy's ideas and they just gave it credit to some higher power. Right. And Hermes was fine with that because that's that's what hermeticism is. They're, so... He'll teach all this stuff, and then if somebody decides that, they're, oh, well, yeah, I've learned everything I can learn from you, teach. I've got, I think I've figured it out. I'm going to go into the world, and he's like, uh, yep, good luck with that. I'll be here raising my vibrations. See ya. That's really cool, man. You can't, he couldn't, couldn't worry about everybody else. There's a, there's a whole other thing. Um, one of the principles is about polarity. So, if you're swinging one way in an emotion, you could neutralize yourself so that you don't swing all the way to the other side of that emotion. Interesting. Yeah. It gets so deep into that. So if you're, I don't know, I was thinking about arguing with my wife because that happens enough. You know as well. <laughs> it happens. Yep. So if you start going down a path, that probably won't be good for anybody Mainly just stop. you. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> just stop. Neutralize yourself and don't let it happen. So is that saying instead of, like, if you're super sad, don't swing all the way to, like, really freaky happy? Is it saying just, like... Chill like, out. You know, you're on one side, you're the pendulum, you're swinging, and then, like, a big magnet's at the bottom, and you just kind of zoom, just kind of stop right there instead of right. being all... Huh, that's well, really that's, cool. That's how, that's probably a step up from the rhythm. There's a rhythmic pendulum for so many things. The polarities of all this stuff, all these classes of, a lot of it's emotion. Love to hate, hot to cold. I know with this stuff, I'm really, really oversimplifying it. I would really freaking love to talk to uh, a teacher of Hermeticism or even um, a higher place student. I guess everybody's a student. 
because it doesn't matter at what level teacher you are, you're always going to learn more. Yeah, I, I mean, even Hermes was probably a student. You know, he was probably still learning shit, right? Well, he was. He taught. He taught so much, and either if he ascended, if he went to a higher plane, which I'm sure he did. If that's the goal to move on to like like a different dimension, I guess. Right. Okay. So as as far as I understand with all this, your soul, which is a part of you, that's who you are, just keeps going, keeps figuring something else out. And there is a negative. Even the fallen angels fall into this. Huh. The fallen angels, they became ascended ones, but then they abuse their power once they ascended to this greater uh, greater energy um a greater rhythm, a higher plane, but then they abuse that power, so then the, their energies became negative. So there was no uh, all-father, no whatever you want to call, no God, no, no like CEO that kicked them out. It was just like naturally they just shit changed and they got booted. Yeah, they let their pendulum swing too far the wrong way. Oh, <laughs> like that. Okay. All right. It's all coming around. The rhythm. Got out of rhythm. Here's a couple more quotes from the book, and it's basically that quote said different ways, and it's, that happens to try to make you understand a little bit better. Where fall the footsteps of the master, the ears of those ready for his teachings open wide. And when the ears of the student are ready to hear, then cometh the lips to fill them with wisdom. I, I just okay. find the quotes super fascinating. But Yeah. I mean like like we said, it's like you're not gonna get it until you're ready to get it. Exactly. Like it's not just gonna boom hit you one day. Like you gotta be ready. You gotta be like like looking for it maybe? I don't know I don't I don't I don't know. maybe or just be ready to receive it. Oh, just open to the idea. Yeah. I guess. Okay. I'm trying to get down to the actual, uh, here we go, the seven hermetic principles. All we'll right. We'll go through those. Uh, yeah, well, I'll say what they are real quick and a little bit of, a little blurb of them, and then we should probably take a break. Yeah. Okay. The first principle is the principle of mentalism. The all is mind. The universe is mental. And that that makes no freaking sense at all until you really start getting into this. Is it individualized? Like, is the uni is my universe created by my mind? No. The way I understand it is the universe that we live in is a mind. Oh. Yeah. The all is mind. Everything we know is part of one mind. Fuck. Everything. And it, the all, that's what... <laughs> there's a, a history of how they decided to call it the all, which is just the encompassing of everything. And in the book it says, the all is in all, and all is in the all. Well, couldn't and, that... What? I was going to say, couldn't that still go hand in hand with like I don't know what all the other religions say but Christianity says that God created the universe and everything in it 
So isn't that kind of his mind in his mind? Like, you know what I mean? Or am, is it not? Yeah. It was created by yes his mind. Yes and no, I guess. Because that, that gives a personality to the all. Okay. This God, that God, has a personality, and that God, I, I could I can definitely see how that came to be if if Christianity had dipped its toe into hermeticism. Christianity took a lot of <laughs> took stuff yeah. from a lot of different places. <laughs> right. And that's what we're living in right now. <laughs> it just seems like they borrow from everything. Ooh, paganism? Yeah, we'll take some of that. Come on. Come on. We really like that Christmas tree idea. <laughs> <laughs> we like giving stuff away. Feels good, right? Mm-hmm. Uh where was I going with that? I mean, I guess that the Christian God, just the one God. It was all created by his mind. I guess. You know what I mean? I, if you want to associate that, I, sort of, yeah. Well, I don't necessarily want to. But that's that's kind of the track I was going down with, with Jesus is, he, you know, maybe with the Jesus story in the Bible, maybe he he did, he was ready to raise his rhythm and raise his energies and he was trying to tell other people about it and he said my my father is is god my father is 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 everything right and they're like dude you're 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 pretty fucking wacky dude you we need to you need to calm down maybe he was hermes reincarnated that would be crazy maybe right because hermes was around long before jesus right Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. Because Abraham's story is super early in the Bible, isn't it? I believe so, yeah. Abraham was the father of... Cain and Abel? Cain and Abel, I believe, yeah. The second principle is the principle of correspondence. As above, so below. As below, so above. As within, so without. As without, so within. So everything has, a, has another side. Okay. Uh, principle three... The principle of vibration. Nothing rests. Everything moves. Everything vibrates. Yeah. All right. Number four, the principle of polarity. Everything is dual. Everything has poles. Everything has its pair of opposites. Like and unlike are the same. Opposites are identical in nature, but different in degree. Extremes meet. All truths are but half-truths. All paradoxes may be reconciled. What? <laughs> yeah, that one is bananas we'll definitely dig more into that one in a second part but i guess one way to think about that is on a thermometer where does hot end and cold start it's really about where where you are on it because you're if you're standing on 58 degrees 60 would be hot and then 57 would be cold yeah, I guess. So, it's, yeah. where does hot begin and cold end? And then you can place emotions on that too, like love and hate. Elijah, where does your love end and your hate begin? Uh, can, you, can you tell me? Can you find that point? Is there a spot? My hate begins as soon as we start recording, and then my <laughs> love begins when we're done. <laughs> hey. I'm sorry, man. My hate begins at 5 a.m. on Monday. 3.30 a.m. on Mondays. 
That's <laughs> and then it ends at two PM on Friday. Until you get home. And then it's dinner. Or some other And crazy then it's shit. bed. <laughs> Number five, the principle of rhythm. Everything flows out and end. Everything has its tides. All things rise and fall. The pendulum swing manifests in everything. The measure of the swing to the right is the measure of the swing to the left. Rhythm compensates. I'm white. I don't have any rhythm. <laughs> we, we need those songs that tell us how to do stuff. Yeah. You put your right foot in, you put your right foot out. I don't know if I agree with, I mean, I mean, doesn't physics tell us that a pendulum won't swing as far the next, you know what I mean? If you drop it from here, it's not going to go as far the next time. And then shorter, 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 shorter. That's a very good point. That it doesn't go all the way, but that, I mean, you're thinking on the material plane, Elijah. Stop it. That's true. <laughs> Fuck. Help me, Hermes. <laughs> oh, my Hermes. <laughs> Number six, the principle of cause and effect. Every cause has its effect. Every effect has its cause. Everything happens according to law. Chance is but a name for a law not recognized. There are many planes of causation, but nothing escapes the law. That's pretty dark. Right. It's You think chance, like it, like lottery, gambling, randomness, throw of the dice. There's no chance. It's just you can't figure out what caused that. Yeah, that's, that's kind of cool, though. Kind of right. cool, like the dice thing. Like, if I can figure out just how to put them in my hand and just how to let go of them and just exactly where to hit them on that table... They'll do the same thing every fucking time. Right. Just haven't figured it out yet. Exactly. Awesome. And then what kind of messed me up about this whole thing is everything happens according to law. And I've always thought everything happens for a reason. Like if there's road construction or there was an accident or something. Or for some reason I slowed down on the road because I was waiting on somebody else or... Something crossed my mind. I wasn't supposed to be at that next point yet. Or I wasn't at, supposed to be at that next point at all. That's how I thought about everything happens for a reason, that I just diverted predestination. I always think about that when, I, when I'm getting pissed off behind like a slow driver and then I pass them. I'm pissed off and then I'm fucking flooring it. <laughs> And I'm like, I'm going to hit a fucking deer. I know I'm going to hit a deer, and it's going to be because I was not patient. If I just stayed behind him and I stayed patient, that deer would have been gone before I even got there. Right. So that effect, if you actually hit that deer, the cause of that would have been because of your anger and impatience to get around that truck. Yeah. That would have been the cause of that effect. So everything happens for a reason because of a previous calls is there a predestination though getting into this i don't think so there's no there's no prophecy okay there's just cause and effect and you could go completely apeshit trying to figure out all the causes of all the effects you were born because your parents got together had they not gotten together you would not have been here this is so weird because this is like a synchronicity thing, dude, because I just I just picked the kids up from my mom's house and we had just we were just talking about like all the <laughs> jobs I had. 
and I told him about working at Blue Beacon where I washed trucks. And I said, that's where I met mommy because her brother worked there. And then, you know, and then my daughter goes, ew. And my son's like, what do you mean, ew? If they didn't get together, you wouldn't be here. He figured it out. And then now you're talking about literally the same thing. That's crazy. (laughs) Cause and effect. Wow. Yeah, you could you could blow your mind just trying to trace back all the causes of all the effects. You're sitting in that chair because somebody made it. I mean, that's a very simple way to do it. You could trace back all the threads and the cushioning and the material it's made out of and whatever metals on the bottom of it. That's a whole lot of causes for you to have sat in that chair. This is cool shit, dude. I know. The seventh principle is the principle of gender. Gender isn't everything. Everything has its masculine and feminine principles. Gender manifests on all planes. And you... I'm probably going to screw this up. Uh, Your reproductive organs are the material manifestation of your gender. I think your spiritual gender. It gets very confusing. It's all in this all in this book. They really, really break it down. And we'll try to get into some of that in part two, the whole principle of gender. Mm-hmm. And it's not just about, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not going to get into it because yeah. society is fucking bananas right now. <laughs> yeah, we definitely don't want to dig into that rabbit hole right now. <laughs> and they, they pretty much address that in this book. They said, do not get confused. Do not go down the rabbit hole of uh, lust and livaciousness or some other crazy word that I didn't know. And don't get caught up in that because in order for something to be created, in order for something to happen, there's a male and a female. There's a masculine and feminine. There has to be there has to be both for creation, except from the all. So it does sound like religion. But the all sort of. is the all is is everything. The all is not a god, is not a male figure out there. It's, it's neither male nor female. The all just is. We should take a break. <laughs> okay. Before our mind breaks. Yeah. <laughs> Under and back of the universe of time, space, and change is ever to be found the substantial reality, the fundamental truth, the Kabbalion. Did that make any sense to you? It didn't make any sense to me either. Not really, dude. (laughs) I think philosophy is so cool, but I don't understand it at all. You have to be ready to understand it. I guess, man. (laughs) I don't know. I, I think it's fucking awesome, though. All those, like, like the philosophical questions and stuff, it's like, whoa, man. And then you sit there and you think you could sit there and think about it for hours. Right. And you're like, I don't even know what the fuck he said. <laughs> I'm still trying to think about it. I had another link here. It was for... Um... Zelda. Zelda. <laughs> but um, So many links for Zeldas. It was... I think it was philosophy versus theology. Isn't theology religion? Yes. Um, 
Philosophy is the most critical and comprehensive thought process developed by human beings. It is quite different from religion in that where philosophy is both critical and comprehensive, religion is comprehensive but not necessarily critical. Religion attempts to offer a view of all of life and the universe and to offer answers to most, if not all, of the most, of the most basic and important questions which occur to humans all over the planet. The answers offered by religion are not often subject to the careful scrutiny of reason and logic. That makes sense. Yeah. Indeed, religious beliefs defy logic and seem to be unreasonable. Religion has its basis in belief. See, that's, that's the big one. You just have you got to have faith. That's it. Yeah. There's a big, there's a big bearded guy in the sky. You just, just cut. He's there. All right. He's just there. You just got to believe. Like philosophy is trying to give you answers, and religion is just like, cause God, dude. That's it. Why did the apple fall? Cause God. That's it. That's a. That, there was a reason. God did it for a reason. And what's that reason? A fucking magic. I don't know. It's all part of His plan. Something's gonna, <laughs> something big's gonna happen in the future. Right. That's why I ran over that puppy. That was an accident. That's why I ran over the puppy. It's all God's part plan. of his plan, bro. <laughs> Philosophy, on the other hand, is a critic of belief and belief systems. Philosophy's subjects what, or philosophy subjects what some would be satisfied in believing to severe examination. Philosophy looks for rational explanations and justifications for beliefs. Philosophy has its basis in reason. Theology deals with thinking about religious beliefs in a rational manner, but it presumes faith. Theologians employ reason to make their beliefs appear more clearly and to, wherever possible, have beliefs satisfy the dictates of reason. So kind of what we said, it's... Yeah. You just got to have faith, dude. What are you doing? Sit back. It's part, part of God's plan. Huh. That's what theology and religion is, but philosophy is like, it's a little bit deeper than that. But we'll give it to you. Does it make you feel good? Okay. Well, you you do you. And that's kind of what hermeticism is. So you're going to take what I tell you out into the world, and you're going to do something else with it, and you're going to put personality to it. You can't pull anything from the all. The all, it just is. But you're you're going to put a personality to it. You're going to... Well, this thing happens because this angel did it, or that goddess did it, or that other kind of god did it. Well, that Dionysus drinks wine because he's the god of wine. What? What? Where did it come from? So, in Hermeticism, basically, is everybody a, a I don't want to say prophet, but it it almost seems like everybody is sort of like a prophet in a sense. You know what I mean? Like, uh, or a disciple. I guess not a prophet, a disciple. You know what I mean? Cause you know how, I guess Jesus had, what, 12 disciples or six disciples or whatever it was? Yeah. They just kind of followed him around and stuff. So is it, this is kind of like Hermes is like, all right, I taught you this shit. Now you go out and you teach it. And then they go all, you know what I mean? Like it's a big pyramid. Oh. Not a scheme, but a, as far as I understand, they don't really want you going out to just sell it. Don't preach it. Practice it. Exactly. And then let others see you practicing it, and then they kind of take it on. Right. So until okay. somebody is ready to learn, they're not going to seek out the teacher. It's like 
your two cars back in star at Starbucks, and the guy up front pays for the car in front of you, and then they pay for you, and then you don't pay for the person behind you. You know what I mean? Until you're ready to start fucking being that kind of. But then you know if you're open up to it, you're like, I should get the guy behind me. I was gonna pay for my drink anyway, so I might as well pay for the guy behind me. <laughs> right. So it's kind of like you. Until you're open to it, you're just gonna be like. Thanks for the free drink, asshole. Exactly. I gotcha. They're not they're not out to sell it, so you have to seek it out. There's I don't know, maybe you the reason why you would seek it out is because you saw something crazy or something crazy happened to you or, or you decided that you were ready for something bigger. That's it's got to be bigger than you. Or just, I mean simply like you witness somebody doing this all like being this awesome person and you're like i want to be like that and then boom you're open to it and then like you you're doing this whatever it is right right yeah so the so the her hermetics are i i would have to believe that they are what we would call super chill they're just nothing really bothers them because they're trying to get past that emotion they're not yeah. they're not extremely happy. They don't swing the pendulum into extreme happiness and they don't swing into extreme sadness. They're they're settled. They find they find the neutrality. Yeah, but wouldn't that be fucking weird? You know what I mean? Like just this kind of robotic just, type person. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much emotionless. Yeah, like you're you're having a fucking awesome time, you're on a roller coaster and this person's like Ooh, you know what I mean? Like everybody's like, Wah! and this guy's just like, just a straight face person. This is enjoyable. <laughs> you must be fucking fun at parties, dude. <laughs> I never get angry. I never get happy. He just reads cards against humanity as a monotone. Yeah. <laughs> you never laugh. Everyone's like, which one's your favorite? Which one's the funniest? Like, I enjoy all of them. <laughs> Yet, I don't enjoy any of them. Oh my god, Mark Zuckerberg! <gasps> He's a robot. Ah, oh, fucking robot. You can't <laughs> trust the robots, dude. I know. Hmm. He He's gonna be in our Heroes or Villains episode. Oh, no doubt. <laughs> no doubt about it, dude. I think I know where he's gonna be, too. I think I know which side <laughs> he's gonna be on. <laughs> Under and behind all outward appearances or manifestations, there must always be a substantial reality. This is the law. Man, considering the universe, of which he is a unit, sees nothing but change in matter, forces, and mental states. However you want to take that. I'm just trying to process it. (laughs) All philosophies worthy of the name have been based upon... Oh, all thinkers in all lands and all times have assumed the necessity for postulating the existence of this substantial reality. All philosophies worthy of the name have been based upon this thought... Men have given this substantial men have given to this substantial reality many names. Some have called it by the term of deity under many titles, God, Buddha. But maybe Buddha was a man and he just he ascended. He went on a higher plane. I believe they do think Buddha was a man. I think Buddha was a real person. Uh, after reading down all this, I'm thinking a lot of our um Religious figures, deities, 
a lot of people that we hold in high regard raise their energy to a higher plane and they were ready to slough off this material corporeal mortal coil so like jesus muhammad buddha yeah all of them okay why couldn't they all actually have been real people on this real material earth that we walk on but maybe their stories were a bit embellished and eventually it's a the game of telephone and everything just keeps getting a little more extreme yeah it escalates until they are this incredibly powerful person or being but maybe they were maybe they had stuff figured out what happens when they ascend do they just like beam me up scotty or does it happen like that or do they physically die here and move on or do you not know i don't know if i can really answer that question fully every thing the book gets into it about everything minerals plants animals humans all have some sort of spirit some sort of life a mind all dogs go to heaven, bro? Oh, yeah, exactly. Damn right. And it's just these these energies, these these rhythms that move the spirit on. Maybe Albert Einstein had some sort of ascended quality to him because he was figuring out everything that seems to boggle our minds. But he just, like Tesla, a... Um, I, what's the quote I'm looking for? I know it was in, it was in Iron Man. When Howard Stark was was talking about it, uh, he's a prisoner of his time. Like, the technology's not there. Oh, yeah. Which, I mean, with this kind of stuff, you don't really need technology. You just need to... It's not about technology. So I guess <laughs> when you die, this kind of goes in with reincarnation and karma yeah, yeah. and all that. Because when you die, I guess if you haven't raised your frequency, your vibrational frequency... You either reincarnate or you fucking drop down a level, right? Right. Wow, dude. You can either come back to Earth in the material plane, move up a plane. There's Apparently there's a fuck ton of planes to move through because encompassing in the all, it encompasses everything. There's the galaxies and whatever life is out there that is beyond our comprehension right now. And... Getting into all the rhythms and stuff, I was thinking maybe what we consider alien, advanced alien technology, they're just in tune with the rhythm. They're just in tune with the energies and waves. They just move through it, not on the material plane, on a different plane. Yeah, dude. Like, interdimensional. Right. We're, 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 we're fucking around with combustion engines when they can just zip through energies. So are they able to lower their vibrational frequency to drop into our dimension? I would say yes. Or do they not have to, to drop in? You know what I mean? Maybe they can, you know what I mean? Like maybe you can go down, but you can't go up because you're not powerful enough to go up yet. You know what I mean? Like if I climb up a ladder, it's a lot easier for me to go down than it is for me to go higher, you know? (laughs) Right. I don't know. Yeah, you can come down and visit, and then you can go back up to the one you incarnated in, the one that you are in tune with. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, like playing a video game. 
you can't go past the locked door because you haven't made it there yet. But you can go back down. You can once you fucking level up like a motherfucker, you can go back down and fight the you know the low low end boss. You know, I mean, right. you can go through all that shit, but you just can't break through that because you haven't been there yet. So maybe they just. They can pop in. They're like, "Oh, look at this cool shit we can do!" Whoa! And then they just go back like, "Yeah, you can't I was, catch me." Yeah, I was really fucking with those guys back there. You should have seen it, man. They they fucking fell for it. They think I was some kind of cool ass motherfucker. And then his mom's like, "Don't, don't your face is gonna freeze like that. You want to be the devil? Don't be the devil. You fuck up, you gonna be the devil. Don't do it. Don't mess up because they will drop your ass back down below <laughs> that frequency. You want to be a people?" Don't be a people. The people don't even want to be people. <laughs> the all is unknowable. This must be so. For not by the all itself can comprehend its own nature and being. The Hermeticists believe and teach that the all in itself is and must ever be unknowable. You can't, th- you can't think outside the all. The all can't be. The all just is. You can't. It doesn't create creates within itself it doesn't it has no substance so okay crazy. huh uh, okay uh, one pursuing uh, uh they regard all the theories guesses and speculation of the theologians and metaphysicians regarding the inner nature of the all as but the childish efforts of mortal minds to grasp the secret of the infinite dummies what are you trying to do you can't explain the infinite stop it I feel like my brain is melting. Like, this is some fucking crazy shit, dude. And this is only part one. (laughs) Everything is encompassed in it. It's the whole thing. That's why I had to listen to it a bunch of times because it just keeps, they just keep explaining everything. I'm probably going to listen to it. It's only four hours. I mean, you could listen to it in a half a day's work. Yeah. Um, Such efforts have always failed and will always fail from the very nature of the task. One pursuing such inquiries travels around and around in the labyrinth of thought until he's lost to all sane reasoning, action, or conduct, and is utterly unfitted for the work of life. So when you come up, when you come up with a theology, come up with a religion, so somebody somewhere had to sit down and be like, so there was an offspring of the being yeah there's a being out there and this is an omniscient omnipotent being and he had a kid how do you have a kid well zeus just fucks everybody and everything so 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 god had sex with a woman he planted his seed in a human yeah okay okay it's coming together he just created jesus he just created him he didn't fuck mary oh he just put her put him in a womb yeah the jesus have terrible twos because we got baby jesus and christmas we got grown up Jesus. He was a carpenter, I guess. He was, wasn't... he was rebellious as fuck. He was a teenager. He's out there smoking cigarettes. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> you know. Whatever, Joseph. <laughs> You're not my real dad. Sit down, Joey. <laughs> I'm bigger than you now. He's Mary, he's calling me by my real name. He's not calling me papa or da- father. <laughs> he's calling me Joseph. What are you going to do? Well, I don't know. I'll talk to his dad, I guess, but, uh, <laughs> hey, God, it's me, Mary. Yeah. I know. Calling again. I was wondering if you're ever going to send that, uh, child support check. Uh, <laughs> you know, we're still riding a donkey to town. This is kind of, 
can I get a chariot or something? You know what I mean? Like he just he just cut down the little apple tree and he he made his own sandals. So I mean, I guess he can he can build some stuff. Yeah, that's true. He could have built the chariot because he was a carpenter, but not yet. Not as teenage <laughs> Jesus. Teenage oh, Jesus. Oh yeah, he didn't he didn't care. Nah, he made a two wheel chariot, put a motor on it. Boom, first motorcycle. <laughs> he was fucking Fonzieing it up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he fucking hit a rock and started playing like fifties music. <laughs> hey, one o'clock, two o'clock, three o'clock, rock. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Tuesday, Wednesday, happy days. <laughs> he is like the squirrel, which frantically runs around and around the circling treadmill wheel of his cage, traveling ever and yet reaching nowhere. At the end, a prisoner still and standing just where he started. And still more presumptuous are those who attempt to ascribe the all, the personality, qualities, properties, characteristics, and attributes of themselves, ascribing to the all, the human emotions, feelings, and characteristics, even down to the pettiest qualities of mankind, such as jealousy, susceptibility to flattery and praise, desire for offerings and worship, and all the other survivals from the days of the childhood of the race. So we thought God wanted sacrifices. We're going to sacrifice his lamb to God. It sounds like they just want mindless robots almost. The her- hermeticists? Yeah, like the all is, it's got no personality. It just is. If you try to put a personality to it, you're wasting your time. By the way, don't get too happy and don't get too sad. You just be in the middle. You be, you know what I mean? Like, it's like just everything is just like, I am pleased with this. <laughs> yeah, that's, I guess that's a good point. That they just, if you're always going to be neutral, then what are you going to do? Is that, is that how you move to a higher plane? Is that how you become a, a being of pure energy? Is just be like, I, just sustain yourself? Maybe. Don't, th- don't make anybody too happy. Don't make yourself too happy. Don't make anybody too sad. You just, what is it, like a monk? You got to be celibate. You got to. Maybe. What are the guys who, oh, they cut off their manhood. Oh, um. Yep. There's a name for that. Oh. It starts Damn with it. a C, right? Wow. No. A eunuch. That's it? It starts with a U. Why did I say a C? Is it with a U or an E? Is it E-U, Nick? I don't know. Was it just U N I C? U N I C K was too too many letters. I don't know. Unix and Munich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is that is that what it's supposed to be? I I don't know. I was just I, I didn't tear it down like that. Well, but if you're a eunuch, then you are straight and narrow all the time. You don't. Swing too far into the happy. You don't swing too far into the sad. You don't make others happy or sad. If you're a eunuch? I don't know. I don't know about a eunuch, but monks, right? Oh, I thought you, you said eunuch. Maybe. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I'm going to be very sad if that happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, then what they're doing is they're cutting off the desires of the flesh. The desire is still there. It's it's physical. It's mental. I guess. You just are unable to perform. Then you're just fucking miserable, right? Not fucking anything. Well, <laughs> like, if you cut 
your wiener off, you're still going to get horny, right? Because that's Maybe. mental. That's in your mind. But right? eventually, would would it we're go just away? Too dumb, we're just two dumb white Americans. But eventually, wouldn't you? Wouldn't that feeling go away eventually? Like if you just if you kill the part of you that would get joy out of that part, wouldn't eventually that would go away? Right? Yeah, I guess. Because I mean, you cut off your finger, and eventually you're not gonna miss it. It's been six years since I poked my eye out, and most days I don't think about it anymore. Yeah, I guess, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I would think, though, it you would want to be, I mean, I get being, like, right down the middle, because I feel like it, like, lines up your chakras and all that, you know what I mean? Like, everything's vibrating on, you know what I mean? Like, your sadness, your happiness, your heart chakra, your butthole chakra, all that is just all vibrating the balanced. same. And then that's how you ascend. I would just think, in my mind, I would think, if I could just fucking be happy all the time and just cheerful, I'm definitely moving on up. You Whoa. know what I mean? Whoa. You need, there's got to be a balance. What's the matter with you? You can't just be happy. I know, I know, but wouldn't you think just <laughs> be happy, be a super happy person all the time, cheer everybody up, make everybody happy around you, and you're definitely, right. you know what I mean, you're going to George Jefferson right up to the east side. That makes sense, that if you're just pure joy, then you would be pure happy energy just kicking it around the universe, baby. But maybe it's not possible for us, you know what I mean? So maybe you can't be pure joy, because something is going to get you down. Your mom's going to die, or, uh, you know, your dog's going to die, something, you know, whatever, you're going to lose your job. It's going to get you down. You can't just put a positive spin on everything and just be like, I'm not sad at all. Here I go. All right. I don't need your stupid ice cream to feel better. Well, hang on. Is that mint chocolate chip? Okay, I'll take some of that. I, w- I will take some of that. <laughs> I won't. God, no. That's the best, dude. Chip. No. Oh, Come on, God, man. No, it's not. Okay. It, what's the best? No. What's the be- Don't tell me cookie dough. Don't tell me cookie dough. I, I don't know what the best is. It's got. It's. I'm in the moment. I don't. It's mint chocolate chip. I'm, I'm not hot or cold. I'm, I'm right in the middle. I don't whatever I feel in the time. Chocolate chip, cookie dough, def, no mint ever. This podcast is over. I'm done. <laughs> this is the end of Bring On the Weird. Vanilla sometimes, <laughs> strawberry. Vanilla. Yeah, why not? Vanilla is the worst. I'm pure, Elijah. I'm pure. There's no. There's like no flavor. It's. <laughs> it's just. It's just sugar. Yeah, it's just like sugar milk. I'm fine with vanilla on a cone. Well, my wife, same way. She likes vanilla ice cream. I said, I can't, even, I can't even look at you while you're doing this. <laughs> Don't do it in the same car as me. If we go to an ice cream shop and you get vanilla, you're eating it outside. <laughs> on the roof while, while we drive home. <laughs> She's like, yeah, this is fine. <laughs> She's going to turn around and huddle. Oh. <laughs> It vibrated. That was your vibrational frequency right there. My happiness. So I was thinking about vanilla. Hmm. Uh, where was it? So what is the all? What is it? Do you know? Uh, I My guess is it's just they don't know what the fuck is out there, so they just call it the all. 
They're like, I don't know what it is. It's the, the it's everything. It's uh, the, the the all. Nothing can be taken from the all, and the all can't be. There's nothing outside the all. You really have to listen to this. It's it's really good. It really breaks us down much better than I could ever possibly do it. You're talking about the book. Yeah, even okay. reading down it, because this part goes into if the all creates, how is it creating? If it's not taking essence of itself, how is it creating? Like, if a man creates, he could create something from the physical objects around him, like like clay or, or wood. But that's not possible because there's no physical objects outside the all. So that won't do. That's not how the all creates. Well, we produce sperm, and we're not right. taking anything from the outside, and... We produce more blood and stuff, so maybe it's kind of like that. That's another. That's another way it went down. Um, so, man, a human man can produce sperm, but he produces something outside of him, and in order to create another human to reproduce, then he needs the help of another. He needs the the woman's egg to reproduce another human. So that won't do. What's another way that humans create? Are you asking me? Well, if you want, if you feel like you want to answer something, well, I don't really know. I'm just my mind's going all over the place because it, it's making me think like we do live inside of something, like not the un- like we live inside of a being. You know, you know what I mean. You know, I've said it before. How like what if this? Like what if we are just like Horton? Here's a who over here. We're just living inside of the cell of God or whatever. Right. Like, it just makes me think of that. Well, I don't know if, well, the examples that it goes down, I mean, I guess it's a little bit, it, you could you could do that because, well, I, I've just confused the whole thing and I've just rambled. But <laughs> another way man creates is through thought. Okay. So, like a writer creates entire worlds from their mind and spits them out on paper. But in the writer's mind is that world, that living, breathing world. The muse is talking to them. So sometimes they get so deep into their story that they feel like they're talking to the other characters or an artist paints. Or like Heath Ledger. He got so into his role, he went crazy. Right. So you won't go so deep into this character that you create that you become it. So the all, could the all just be a being meditating and just letting all these things happen inside the mind of the all? What? That's crazy, dude. I was just, <laughs> what? I mean, yeah. Like, what if... <laughs> What if it's just an author writing a book, dude? What if we're just part of a fucking book? I know. Everything. Everything that's happening. So the Earth, as we know it, the material world, our stupid little corner of this galaxy, is happening because this the all is letting all this happen. The all is focusing on what is happening here. Or they focused on... They, the all had 
let whatever happened galaxies and galaxies away from us, and there's beings out there that have been created from the all. There's no substance. It's a thought. But our stupid finite minds, our stupid human minds are, like I said, it, they're finite. We can only think of so much, but the all can think of all. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. This is where I started losing my shit in the car. I just started laughing out loud to myself in the car when it started talking about this stuff. I was just driving down. What the fuck? <laughs> like that? when it started to kind of sink in, I'm like, oh, my God. The universe <sighs> is mental, held in the mind of the all. <laughs> so the all is that creature we're living inside of. Maybe. That thing we're fuck dude but if it's a creature that means there's personality i i don't think we're gonna get into it in this episode but yeah there's personality there's it would mean it would have a reason why why are we why are we here was there a cause for the all to create everything was there a cause this is the effect of what compassion love what, what did they all... Why? Why did they all do this? <sighs> and we're not supposed to know. See? The all is unknowable. That's fucked up. <laughs> I want to know. <laughs> you got to listen to this, dude. I'm going to, but I don't... I I almost... Like, I don't know if... I, like, I want you to finish your part two, you know what I mean? <laughs> I got to get some research done for my topic anyway, so... Some more done, so... I'll stay away from this one. I don't want to fuck myself up, confuse myself. You know, I'll start talking about mine, and then I'll be like, and hermeticism. <laughs> well, that's that's up to you. I mean, do you want me to do part two next? And What do you mean, next week? Yeah. Oh, I, that's up to uh, that. That doesn't matter to me if that's what you want to do. Well, if you want to know about it and if you want to know about more of this crap sooner, crap. Or you want to just listen to the whole audiobook and then we can, well, we could get past it, I guess, if that's, just get through it, if that's what you want to do. It's up to you. Up to us. This is our <laughs> goddamn podcast. We do what we want. Yeah, damn right. God, this is our, the all damned podcast. Yeah. Oh my all. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, now that you have an idea of the all and who we are... Like the author who created the characters. So in the examples, it's it talks about Charles Dickens with his characters and Shakespeare with his characters. Uh-huh. What, so th- all those characters have a little bit of the author in them. So Othello and Romeo and Juliet, they all have a little bit of the author in them. So there is some of the all in all. And all is in the all. What the fuck? <laughs> Dude. <laughs> this is insane. I know. It's mind fucking blown. Mine's blown. It's over. I think mine's dripping out. <laughs> it's like falling out of my ears here. Holy shit. This is wild stuff, man. And I had to listen to it again after all that. Because it goes into all the principles. It gets 
heavy into all of the principles. All of them. And it's the whole polarity thing, the pendulum swing, like where does your love end and the hate begin? Where can you point to where it gets hot and cold? No, not really. So let me ask you, do you feel like you're a different person since listening to this book? Do you feel like you have a different worldview, a different outlook on life? Or like, do you feel like you've changed at all spiritually or, you know what I mean? I think so. I think I'm going to start looking at things through a whole different lens. Like, we go to church. My my wife grew up going to church every Sunday. And we go often, and the kids went through catechism and all that. A cataclysm? Cataclysm? That's right. What did you say? <laughs> catechism. What is that? I was just learning about how the church works, and then oh. ultimately they become a, a member of the church, and oh. then they can they can take communion, have the Jesus. And make decisions for the church. That's no, they got a fucking branded dude with a little cross on it. <laughs> right. Instead of the cheese it having a like it's like a square button and it's got the four holes in it. I don't know why why is that a thing? Why does the cracker have the four holes in it? But it could There's be a cross, one. right? Cheese it's have one hole in it. Is it just a one? Like a button? Yeah, you're thinking of saltines that have a bunch of holes in them. Yeah, them too. What's up with that? You gotta breathe? Anyway. So they get, they don't burn. So, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to listen to this. I'm definitely listening to this book. You have to. It It's right. I mean, you could either go to audible.com slash bring the weird, I think. I think it's what the link was. And go there. Thought Audio has it. The PDF is on Thought Audio. So you can read down it. If you go with our link, you just sign up for the trial. And then you can get the book. You can listen to the book. And we get a little kickback, and it helps us out. It helps the show out. Yeah, I feel like I'm I'm a bit changed from listening to this because everything is going to be through the lens of this idea now that theologians and religions are just speaking. They're trying to explain the infinite, and everything is encompassed in it. It's crazy. Yeah. Are you part of the all? Do you? Well, you are part of the all. I. I what are you trying to think of a question? I don't. Uh, yeah, I know. am. I really am. I. I. Because this whole thing is mind-blowing. I just, I don't know, go Apple Podcasts, look for Bring on the Weird, and podchaser.com slash bring on the weird, give us five stars, and I don't know. If you are a student or teacher or advanced student of Hermeticism, please contact us. That would be awesome. Yeah. We're on all the socials, but... The best way to find us is weirdnesshq.com slash bring on the weird. All of our links are right there. Our Discord link is right there. Yeah, if you want some cool merch, go to zazzle.com slash store slash bring on the weird. Go to myconspiracytees.com slash bring on the weird or tpublic.com. Nope. Yeah, tpublic.com and search bring on the weird. Oh, yeah. Stay weird, world. We'll see you guys next time.